We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. And welcome to Ye Old Podcast. Good to have you along. Yes. What's up in the worlds of peas and carrots? Well, I'm sure others are finding this. There are shortages everywhere. Grocery shopping is getting very interesting. And I don't understand. Well, we did some research and we figured it out. But, like, we'd go to our Kroger or completely Walmart. Completely bare shelves. And there's, like, completely bare shelves. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And it kind of made me feel like we're living in that Walking Dead movie. You know, all those shortages. <laughs> I told I told her we were leaving Kroger. Zombie I said, apocalypse. this is what it feels like to live in a zombie apocalypse, you know, without the zombies. At least we're going to do this. Give me a zombie. No. So, But we discovered that it's due to... Um, There's shipping issues. They can't find people to drive staffing trucks. Staffing shortages. Staff and uh, and COVID. So, COVID and yeah. there's material shortages like the stuff that they use to wrap the food in. Yeah. Uh, we've even experienced this with our home renovations, like they're doing our decks. Getting supplies. Yeah, they've had yeah. trouble getting supplies in that that kind of stuff. So it's an interesting time. Yeah. So we've had we've been having to go to like two or three stores just to get what we need for a week's worth of groceries. Yeah. Or be very creative with meal planning. So, yeah. Which means going to a restaurant. Usually. There's that. So, are we going to a restaurant tonight? No. Are we picking up stuff? Yes. We pick, uh, Moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. How do you know you might be middle-aged? What would you say? A new bed is coming, and I am pretty excited about You it. really are. I am so excited. This is so funny. So we've had the mattresses that we have for 28-plus years. It's kind of time for some new mattresses. And, yeah. We've bought a Tempur-Pedic. Yes. That will lift up your head mm-hmm. and your feet. It has a built-in massage. And I am so excited about this thing because I'm going to sleep real good now. Yeah, you are. Are you excited? I am, but I have a question for real. When did mattresses become the price of a used car? Is this not ridiculous? It's crazy. And but we feel like it's an investment in our health in a way. So Yeah, our our mattresses are starting to hurt my back. So yeah. But you're right, I mean the price of them is just It was sticker shock. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And we have a favorite new show. We do, but it comes with a disclaimer. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, we love on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, Ted Lasso. Oh, it's such a good show. It's like, but it is not for children. No, I or those with right. a delicate sensitivity to um, to language, certain language. Yeah, you need to know that there is adult language in the show. Um, but it's such a feel good show. I would say that it's like Andy Griffith, in a way, for like twenty twenty one. But he says words Andy never would say. I was going to say. But the but Ted Lasso, who is the soccer coach, he is always happy. He's always encouraging. He always sees the bright side of life. And for me. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's not. But it just, for those of you, if you know, you know, right? But it's definitely not for little ears. And I have friends who I text with about the show. Yeah. So 
That's uh, our new infatuation. Yeah, we love it. So. All right, Miss Kayla. Something that we've talked about for a while mm-hmm. that we that we finally decided let's make it a topic on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Friendship. Yes. Something that torments us both. It's complicated. Okay. Yeah. Why can friendship be hard for us? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons. I think we've alluded to some of this, so we won't get stuck here. We're in a season of life where a lot of people have kids that are in middle school, high school, going off to college. And we don't have We kids. can't relate to that. No. So those, ten, those types of people tend to flock together, and we understand that. Um, so we're just flapping in our own way. You right? lead an organization. I think that lends to its own isolation. I don't want to be seen as kissing up to the boss. And so, I mean, we have people that we interact with, but it's different. Um, Do we have friends outside of work? We do. And that's healthy. That's good. Yes. And we try to spend time with them uh, on a regular basis. Uh, let me say this. Leadership is lonely. Elizabeth Elliot said that that loneliness is a required course for a leader. Mm. And so if you're listening to that, that's fine. Now, I need you to define for me what a friend is, okay? For me, a friend is somebody who I can depend on, who I can share with, who I can laugh with, who I can be my real self with, mm-hmm. okay? That's a friend. Yeah. If you're not that with me, you're a really good acquaintance. Yes. Okay, because I hold friendship to a very high standard. Yeah. So. And we do have, I feel like I need to make something clear. We do have friends within our organization. There are a core group of people that each of us hold dear. Those are our circle Yes. As Brene Brown calls it. They are the people that have the right to speak truth to us. They can they can be confidants. And you know what? It's okay. That's not everybody within our organization. There are people that I know I can tell them my dirt. And it's not going to go any further. Mm. And in her book... I loved this in her book, Dare to Lead. Brene Brown makes clear this needs to be a very small, I think she calls it actually your square squad. And it's not meant to be a whole lot of people that fit in this square. I think what's hard sometimes is, or just for me, and this may be too transparent, there are the public sides and the private sides Mm. of friendships that I want to be really close to you, but I don't need others to see that. And that's, that's exhausting at times is the people who they want to know everything. They want to be in the inner circle, but they got to keep a cool front. And that tells me, are they really friends of ours or are they just wanting information? They're probably more so acquaintances. Yeah. So, but you know what? It's okay 
for all of us to realize that not everyone is meant to be your best friend. The truth bomb right there. And not everyone is meant to hear your dirt. Not everyone is meant to hear your soul. No. So, and, and let me say this. You've got to figure out, not you, Miss Kayla, but everybody to our friends, what type of people do you feel safe with in a friendship? Yes. Okay. One of my best friends, he lives in Florida. We probably talk twice a week. He tells me his crap. I tell him my crap. And you have a friend in South Carolina that's the same way. Yeah. I tell him my stuff. He tells me his stuff. So I have people around me. Yeah. Uh, but we just don't live in the same area, and I hate that. Yeah. Because that can feel isolating. When we went into COVID, I remember the one thing that I prayed for, and again, I just, I'm being brave here. I prayed that God would give me some friendships. Mm. I have. I have one really dear friend who I see every single day. And I realized I'm not the typical, I don't have a tribe. And I don't know why for some reason I was really wrestling with that going into COVID. And so I just, I started pouring my heart out and telling God, okay, there are people who have, they have this group that they can call on that they can just, you know, like sound the alarm and 20 people show up. And I felt really insignificant because I did not have that. Well, then COVID hit, and I think everyone started to feel that. And fast forward, I started praying in my quiet time, Lord, I need a friend. And Lord, I need a friend who is just like a different phase of life or I'm not even sure what I was really asking for and here we are 18 months later and first of all the the friend that I do life with every day it's deeper and richer than I ever could have imagined okay and then God gave me not one but two people you have one in South Carolina one in one South in, Carolina and one, and one who lives in Northern Virginia now and I've I've had the privilege of looking back and seeing how God thread that through COVID. The the thing that I begged for, Mm. he didn't just give me once, but he gave it to me twice. Mm. And these are people that I can tell these particular individuals anything. And I know that it's a safe space. I know that we have a lot of things in common. We laugh a lot. It's just, so why am I saying that? If you find yourself in a place where you're just soul-wrenchingly lonely, pray. Hmm. And that sounds so trite because I did that, and I thought, whatever, and here I am. And, yeah, just from the simple text messages of how can I pray for you, Hmm. which nobody had ever done for me before. I'm still kind of blown away by that. It morphed into a lifelong friendship. And I would also tell you this: that if you want a friend, you that You've you have to be. One. Yeah, you have to be one. You need to pour out in people and care about people and love them. I mean, if you if you don't like people, you're probably going to be pretty lonely. Just understand that. And then you need to know this too: is that is that personally, I struggle with loneliness anyway. It's just it's just 
who I am. It's just part of my DNA, I guess. So, um, and and God has blessed me with some great friendships, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm thankful for that. My my grandfather had a saying, you know, that you need to have enough friends who that that who will at least carry you out to church at your funeral. So, oh my. so since I don't, I'm going to be cremated. So, <laughs> gosh, carry me down in the KFC bucket. What they're going to do? All right, come on, that's funny. Okay. Conversations with our younger selves. Ooh. What would you like to tell the the twenty year old Miss Miss uh, Miss Kayla? Stop trying so hard. What's what's that mean? You're good enough. Everything you do is good enough. Perfection is an illusion anyway. Stop trying so hard at everything. Mm. Just chase your calling, which for those who are what, what does that mean? Just lean into what God's asked you to do with your life and stop trying to be perfect in every area. Hmm. I would tell myself that certain people's voices don't matter. Ooh, good one. True. Because there are certain voices that I let get under my skin, Hmm. that I let damage me, that I let define you yeah define me Mm. and that's not good Mm. but i realize that now and i'm okay i mean i don't think if i'm okay but i'm on a different trajectory if that makes any sense yes okay so is there anything else you tell your 20 year old self it's not gonna go according to plan man i hadn't even thought about that and it'll be okay. It will be okay. It's not going to go according. It'll be better. That's good. Yeah. I need to tell my 53-year-old self <laughs> that it's not going to go to plan. I was going to be married at 25. I was going to have three kids by 35. Mm. Married at well, 20. I'm trying to imagine us with three kids. I'm just trying to picture this for a second. Go ahead. You're going to be what now? I was going to be married at 25. I was married at 20. We were going to have three kids by 35. We had a dog. And life has been better than I ever could have imagined. Hmm. Um, I was going to be a weatherman. Really? How did I not know this? That's some goal I set in sixth grade. Don't okay. worry about it. Uh, that was... Uh, I, I you wanna... would have been really good at that. You're better at this, but... Um, so that always fascinated me. I either wanted to be a weatherman. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Or? You tease me every <laughs> single day. Oh, see, it's on now. You tease me all the time and call me Al Roker Jr. Yes. And you wanted to be a weatherman. Yes. How many, 25 years ago, I wanted to be a weatherman, or however okay. many, or 30, or whatever it was. Well, apparently I got there and you didn't. So. You haven't been? Never mind. Okay. Anyway. Um, I wanted to be married to the most beautiful girl in the world, and that happened. Um, and I wanted to, this sounds really stupid, I wanted to please God. Mm. I think you have. 
I don't think I have. Uh, uh, let, me, let me explain myself. Okay. What I meant by that. I can't please him with what I do. Mm, okay. And I had to come to the, to, to the place where the only way he's pleased with me is if I'm in Christ. Because Jesus is because pl- Jesus pleases God, and if I'm in Christ, then He's pleased with me. Because I can't do anything. I can't. I, I don't bring any good works to the table. So, what do you wish you had grasped earlier in life? Lasagna. Really. <laughs> Let's I, try this okay. again. I wish I had grasped earlier in life. How much God loves me, how much you love me, and that that's okay. Mm. And that I don't have to earn that love every single day. Mm. It's there. But for some reason, and I think I know why, but I don't think I struggle with that. But I wish I'd have grasped that earlier on. Does that make any sense or no? It does. Yeah. Because back when I was 20, it's like I've got to do this to make everybody happy. I have to do this to earn their love. Today, I know Jesus loves me, and I know that you love me, and I don't have to do anything to earn those love. Mm. You? Oh, this one's hard, and I'm the one that asked the question. I do wish that I had grasped that... And I honestly cannot remember who said this, but it was a powerful truth when I finally grasped it. Someone else's opinion of you is none of your business. That's true, but it makes me so uncomfortable. Why? Going back to the whole friendship segment, Mm -hmm. Brian struggles with not... Brian wants the whole world to love him. Mm. And if they're not, it tortures you. Yeah, why, why did I do wrong? Mm. Yeah. But this well, is, I'm a people pleaser, so I just want, I just feel like if someone has a bad opinion of me, then I've let them down somehow or I've disappointed hmm. them. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm coming to realize that you can be the most magnificent person in the world. And it's possible that someone is not going to care for you. You've got to be comfortable with that. Whenever we released my first book, Leadership Endurance, I remember that there were uh, tons of pos- positive reviews. Professional people read the book, loved it, gave it reviews. I remember there there was one review. One person reviewed the book and said, where, where do I take this book and burn it? And that kept you awake for days. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, but here's what's strange is that, because I f- that book was like a part of me as an extension, so I felt like it was a personal criticism. Mm. That's really weird. So, again, why is it always me that gets – let's move on. Well, if you, What would be an awesome do-over if you could? I'd be more brave. Back before COVID, I do sometimes wish we had traveled more. Now, don't get me wrong. We have been to some fantastic places, but I do wish that we had traveled more. Outside of the United States, let me clarify that. I wanted to go to Italy. I wanted to go to the Holy Land. And now those seem a little unattainable 
with the current climate of things. And I'm sure one day, but yeah. What would be an awesome do-over? You see, I don't, okay, full transparency. I don't think like this. I don't think like, I wish I could go back and redo that. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, I don't have any regrets. So for me, it's like, I'm, I'm afraid, because I think I learned something through all that, whatever it was I went through. Please say you did, or you're going to have to go through it again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> What would be an awesome do-over? I wish I would have met you earlier so so that I could have loved you longer. Let me put it like Aww. that. Oh, what did you do? Well, n- nothing yet, mm-hmm. hopefully. Any advice for people starting out? Yeah, to all the one-year-olds listen to this, listen up carefully. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> Folks who are, <laughs> you know, in even there, people who are struggling. Their, um, young but, professionals. Um don't try to have it all today. Build a life one day at a time. I think there's this there's this mindset that you should start at the top in a career. You should have everything. And I'm I'm just keeping it real. We've had to work to get where we are and that's okay. Be comfortable with doing the work, paying the price. And don't expect that you're going to have, I mean, if you do, congratulations. But I would say most people have to start at the bottom, be it with their dwelling place, their financial situation, all of it. Hmm. Just be faithful in what you do, Hmm. and I'm sure that you'll be rewarded for that. What I would tell people is this, is that you learn to live in the living Mm. Every single day you live, you're living something out. You're going through experiences. That's where you learn this. Don't try to be perfect. Oh, goodness. Stop it. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to kill yourself. Be who you are. Lean into Jesus. Rest in him. There's grace and mercy there. And live your life. There is no secret will of God for you. Just follow him. Mm-hmm. Go to your job every day. Do your best. Love your family the best that you can. You know, just do it. And it's in that you'll start to discover how great life is, Yeah, in my opinion. Because it's in the messy middle where the beauty is found anyway. And it's not always going to be easy. It's not meant to. So just saying. Very true. So if I could have a do-over, I'd probably, again, I'd go back. Lunch. Your lunch was disappointing, so you've told us. Very disappointing today. Horrible. Mm-hmm. It's not happy. Okay. So if you want to hear more of this kind of stuff, subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. You can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook. Just search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. What are you laughing at? You just make me laugh. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a conversation for off mic right there. <laughs> for more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.